What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Facade. I am your host, Gavin J. Gallagher, and on this podcast, I explore the mental and emotional game often playing out subconsciously in your mind and the mind of everyone else in the real estate or property investment market. The key to success in this game is to master your mindset, your behavior, to take control of your thoughts, your emotions, and most importantly, your ego. So here we are, guys, on episode number 56. And uh, last week, my guest was Dan Taylor of Taylor Capital talking about the art of the acquisition. This week, it is just going to be me and my thoughts after a pretty difficult week. I had actually a guest conversation lined up to air today. But after the week I've had, I thought I better, you know, discuss these uh, issues that are going on in my mind uh, in a little bit more detail. And before I get into all of that, I want to actually thank the person who has kind of created these thoughts in my mind today. And that is Matt, one of our uh, audience members. And uh, Matt sent me a very nice message today, which really kind of gave me a boost. And I thought, geez, I got to go and do a podcast kind of thinking about all of this stuff that's that's been going on in my mind. And uh, following on from Matt's message, I thought I would cover these topics today. So what has my week been such a difficult one? Well, there's two, well, there's actually three reasons, but I'm not going to go into one of them because it's a personal matter involving one of my family members. But um, what has happened in the last week has been kind of one of those things that just makes it a really difficult week. And um, following along, uh, those of you who follow along this podcast will know that last year I signed up to do a full distance Ironman triathlon event triathlon um, event here in Ireland this August and I've been in full training for it for for months now and just for those of you who are not familiar with uh, an Ironman distance race it's a 3.8 kilometer swim followed by a 180 kilometer bike ride followed by a 42 kilometer full marathon run and that's back to back in a single day with a cutoff at 17 hours if you pass, if you if, if you take longer than 17 hours, you're actually disqualified from the race. And so you obviously have to kind of go in before that time. So it's a massive challenge. And the aim, my aim was to break 13 hours. But honestly, I have no idea how long it's actually going to take for me to do that because I've never done, I've done a half distance and it took me six and a half hours or thereabouts. So, you know, go double that distance. And, you know, it's not normal just to simply multiply the time because obviously you're getting tireder throughout the day and stuff. So I kind of reckon if I can do it in 13 hours, it'll be a fantastic achievement. It might take longer than that. And it definitely can take longer than 17 or I will be disqualified. Anyway, to get to the point, I signed up to this 39-week Ironman training plan from a professional coach called Phil Mosley. And I've been following the plan pretty religiously now for the past 27 weeks. And last week, for example, I ran 19 kilometers. It's actually the longest run that I've done in in the last few years since the last time I did the half Ironman, which was 2017, I think it was, or October 2017. That was my longest run then. And since then, now Saturday or last Sunday, I did 19 kilometers in a single run. And I didn't stop once for that 19 kilometers. And then the day before that, I had done, you know, two and a half or three hours on a bike. Anyway, to cut a long story short, on Thursday, I opened up my email to find that the event had been cancelled due to COVID uncertainty and all that kind of stuff. And so what they're basically doing is saying the the, the race is being rescheduled. So instead of it happening on the 15th of August this year, it is now going to happen on the 14th of August 2022. 
So I have basically 62 weeks now to prepare for next year's event. In a one word that just came to my mind was bummer. And those of you who follow my social media will probably have seen a couple of posts where I posted the kind of email from Iron Man saying that the event's cancelled. And I just said, you know, what a bummer. 27 weeks of training done and you get this. So it's it's a real kind of anti-climax. And... Um, I won't say that the training has all gone to waste because I actually feel great. I feel pretty fit, but um, it's just the removal of this kind of very, very significant goal that I had for the year. And so it's left me feeling a little bit deflated these last few days and I'd be kind of thinking, oh, what a bummer. Like I, I, I was kind of looking forward to this big event and uh, this year I'm 49 and I was hoping to get it done next year. I'll be 50, uh, turning 50 just before the race next year so. I guess it's a good it's a good enough reason to go and run the event to try and do it before I turn 50 but uh, at the same time it's just a, it's another year of the training and the training is pretty hard going. I mean last um today or yesterday was supposed to be a 5 hour cycle or 4 4 hours 45 minute cycle and uh then you jump off the bike and you go for like a half an hour run or something like that. And it's it's kind of tough going, but you know you're aiming for this event in a couple of weeks' time. And so I think it's 12 weeks away now. It should have been. And so I was kind of aiming for that. Anyway, that is, that's, you know, that was one of the things that happened to me. And nothing major, really, just more of a disappointment. And um, I kind of shrugged it off and said, well, at least I can relax this weekend and I can kind of go easy on the diet and I can avoid my five-hour bike session that was in the diary. But um, I'll talk about some more of the goals that I've kind of have to come up with now a little bit later. But before I do that, I want to tell you about the other thing that happened on, on Thursday. And um, you see, I, I got this other email an hour or two after that. I, was, I, I only check my email a couple of times a day. I'm not kind of constantly monitoring it. And uh, this was a totally unexpected email. And it was, um, I'm not going to go into too much detail because it involves a personal kind of issue, but it relates to an issue that I've been working on for the last 10 years. And uh, it's a bit of a hangover from the 2008 crash. And it's something I've been working on with lawyers and solicitors and stuff for the last five years. And the good news is, is that this matter is drawing to a close. And by the end of the summer, I was expecting to have sort of signed an agreement that the whole thing was in the past, in the rearview mirror. And the bad news is that it requires me to make a number of kind of long-term commitments that will cost me a fair chunk of money. And um, so it's something that I've been working on, expecting that I had until the end of the summer, primarily because COVID has caused everything to kind of back up and slow down and all that. So I was thinking, right, I have a couple of months to kind of get everything organized and get it all in place. And so when I open this email, it's my lawyer telling me that, the date is now set for 12 days time and that I'd be signing the agreement on, in tw on 12 days time and that's it, like bang, it's done, it's dusted. Everything is in the past, but it means that I have to make all of these commitments that I thought I had until the end of the summer to organize. And so on the one hand, I'm delighted that it's coming to an end, but on the other hand, I'm like, whoa, Jesus, these are like, these are big commitments, you know, how am I going to deliver on these you know in such a short space of time i thought i had months and now i have literally days and so um it actually cost me an entire night's sleep i was literally rolling around sort of unable to sleep for a whole night that thursday night was just a miserable night and i woke up the next morning these you know these feelings of dread like god 
how am I going to do this? You know, how am I going to pull this off? Like, am I going to be able to pull it off? Am I actually going to be able to deliver? And so actually it, all of these feelings of dread kind of came back that I hadn't experienced real, really since after the 2008 crash. And it was around about 2011, 12 when things were at their absolute worst. And I was, I think at one stage I was 16 million negative. And I can remember, you know, two, three banks chasing me, owing 16 million, not just owing 16 million. I owed a lot more than that, but my total net worth was negative 16 million at that time. And um, it was a really, really difficult time and, and all sorts of stuff kind of out of my control started to happen. So when I got this, when I got up on Friday morning, I was absolutely sort of out of it, you know, exhausted. But um, I was at the same time thinking to myself, whoa, my life has changed a lot in just the last 24 hours. Like I had this big, you know, event that I was working on for my health at the end of the summer and that's gone. And now I have this huge commitment, like moved forward, basically the same number of weeks. And um, I don't know, can you guys relate to this kind of thing? It's, um, uh, you know, the feeling of, dread and fear that geez i'm not sure if i can actually pull this off you know it's kind of sets a certain amount of panic into you and uh anyway after a few hours of you know busy friday morning working the call working the phones and um calling people and making sure i could kind of do certain things um it's actually kind of i figured out a plan of action and now that i've figured out this plan of action i'm actually feeling an, an awful lot more sort of straightened out but um, I was pretty exhausted, but it was nothing that a good night's sleep can't sort out. But what was um, the whole experience and the whole kind of ordeal has really got me thinking about resilience and adversity and the need to protect your mindset from those feelings of doubt that do kind of come into your mind. And that is one of the reasons why I sign up to events like the Ironman, because it's a bloody hard event. It's really, really tough. But it's not tough because you're up against others. It's tough because you're literally up against yourself. You're, you've got all of this distance to cover. And it kind of almost seems impossible that, you know, coming off a bike ride of seven or eight hours, that you're going to put your feet on the ground and you're now going to start running a marathon. And, like, I'm always looking to toughen up my mind to try to get as strong a mindset as possible and to become the best version of myself, a bad mofo, as we say, you know. And uh, so thanks again to Matt for his message today, because he has suggested that I take out the book David Goggins wrote uh, called Can't Hurt Me. And I actually already have both the book and the audio, um, the audible version. And so I listen to it in my car sometimes, and it's an absolutely brilliant book. And it's one that I got, I enjoyed so much that I'm actually going to take it out and read it again. But before I finish up today's episode... I wanted to tell you that resilience and adversity is absolutely part and parcel of life. I mean, most of you guys, well, I'm sure have experienced it in your life, but it's definitely part of business and it's in particular part of the real estate business. And so if you guys are coming into this, if you're new to this whole sector and you're kind of thinking, you know, you see people talking about the glamour and, you know, the success and being financially free and all this kind of stuff. It is not a straight line journey. It is lots of ups, lots of downs, lots of ups, lots of downs. And you've just got to go into it with your eyes wide open. Do not think that this is going to be a walk in the park. You, you might get successful, but you could equally have a horrendous deal. And it just happens to be the next deal that you do happens to be one of those ones. Um, I've had deals fall over. I've had tenants pull out 
just on the day that you were expecting them to kind of sign and, and that would put the, you know, get the banking sorted. I've had planning permission that gets turned down and denied. I've had banks that suddenly like renege on agreements that they've made and then go after you. And um, you really need to be tough, as tough as nails mentally to cope with all of the stuff that can come at you in this business. And, uh, but equally, and this is, this is an important one as well, you need to be equally tough mentally for the success that comes with this business because it's that discipline that you need when you are winning. Um, because what happens in this business, because it is so cyclical and because it is so up and down and it goes through these kind of troughs and waves and stuff, if you don't have the mindset that is kind of aware of this need to go up and down and need to be prepared for the for the tough moments as much as the as the successful moments, then you're going to go and lose all your discipline. As soon as you have a successful deal, you'll go and blow all the money on something silly. And when and then when something bad comes along, you're not going to have the resources to deal with it. And uh, it's something that I did myself. I made a lot of mistakes. I kind of went mad because I got a couple of deals in a row doing really, really well. And then all of a sudden, the 2008 crash came along and it didn't matter how many deals I did. I ended up like massively, massively underwater. And um, when you're winning, it's so easy to lose focus and to kind of fall off the path and find yourself basically sabotaging all of the years of hard work. And um, one of the best ways to work on, you know, getting this kind of mindset is to surround yourself with people of a similar kind of disciplined mindset. And, uh, you know, people that are kind of leadership material, people that are success-orientated go-getters. And uh, I'm in a couple of sort of groups, whether it's a WhatsApp group or whether it's a Facebook group, or I'm in different groups with people like this. And uh, I find that to be super valuable. And um, you get such a lift from hearing their stories, how they're dealing with stuff and how they're overcoming obstacles. So it's a basically an accountability group. And... Um, I find these accountability buddies can be really, really useful. And it doesn't matter, you know, what area you're in, you'll always find, find somebody who's kind of like an accountability buddy for that area. So in my case, I have friends that are super fit and I kind of post my workouts with them. And any time that I'm feeling kind of lazy or, or like I don't, you know, take care of what I'm eating or something like that, I just have to open up the WhatsApp group and I see what they're posting and I go, shit man, I've got to go and get back on track. These guys are, are kind of making me feel bad. And that's what you get from accountability. And then equally, whenever I post, a, you know, a really hard workout, they see it and they kind of go, whoa, you know, look what Gavin's done. The day that I did my um, thousand burpees, I think last August, or th 1,048 burpees in under two hours. And I posted the whole thing live on YouTube or not on YouTube, on, on Facebook. And a load of people were watching it and they were kind of like saying, going, holy God, look, look at this, this is impossible. And then they go off and they start making really significant stretch goals and kind of want to go and do it. So being in these groups and being part of these groups is super valuable in developing that mindset. And if you're in like a business group as well, it can also do that. And so I guess now is as good a time as any to mention that I'm in the process of creating a mastermind group. And it's going to be kind of like an inner circle. And it's going to be for a small number of people who want to, you know, be in that kind of group with me. I'm going to be leading the group. I'm going to be doing, I guess, weekly mentoring. Um, I'll be 
helping people scale their business or their portfolio, be doing reviews of projects, whether it's development or investment, helping people grow their wealth, um, you know, putting in place all of the different pieces that you need to kind of develop. And, uh, you know, I've kind of, I might be a couple of steps ahead of some of you and therefore it's it's kind of aimed at people that want to learn from, from my experiences. And um, the idea is it's not just focus on business now. The, the, you know, as you know from listening to this podcast, there's a lot more uh, to my life than just business. I'm looking at health and um, discipline and all of that kind of stuff. So it's going to be aimed around kind of other goals as well. So it's certainly in my case, whether it's a professional or personal goal, um, it should be a good group to be a part of. Now, the ideas that I've got in mind for this are still formulating in my head. I think it's probably going to be either a six-month or a nine-month program. Um, the reason for that is because I think there's going to be people that are doing deals um, kind of with me, and they'll be, we'll be reviewing the deals together on a kind of a weekly call or whatever. And if we're doing that, uh, you know, a couple of months is just not enough to get a significant project across the line. You need something like six or nine months at least to kind of... Um, to kind of help with that kind of um, pro project or whatever it is that you're working on. So regular Zoom calls, you know, group Zoom calls uh, to review the projects or the deals. By doing that as a group, you have the accountability of your other members and they can kind of see that what you're doing and they might be thinking, holy God, this guy's like much further ahead than me. Or you might be thinking the opposite. You might be saying, whoa, that guy's, you know, five steps ahead of me or he's done his first deal or he's done his like, sixth deal or whatever it is. Um, I'm, I'm not, you know, I still have, I'm still working out some of these details, but I just thought I'd put it out there and see if you're interested in being part of this, please reach out to me and let me know, you know, send me a direct message um, and just say, look, that sounds like it's for me and I'll definitely make sure that you get more details when it's properly fi finalized. But I am thinking about this, this will probably start around about July or something like that because the sooner we do it the better i think uh, i gotta get a couple of weeks just to kind of finalize some bits and pieces but that's the plan and just so as you're aware i'm only going to allow sort of 10 to 15 people in max because i want to be able to get to know everybody in the group and i want to be able to help everybody in a meaningful way and i just don't think that's possible if if we have a large group um you know with sort of 30 or 40 people because there's only so much you can cover on a Zoom call and I can't be talking to 30 or 40 people and going over their deals. So it's going to be a small number of people and, um, and we're going to go, it's going to be a quality over quantity kind of thing. And uh, anyway, let me know what you think. If, um, if you're interested in something like that, send me a DM. I'm going to be putting it out to the email list anyway. So if you're not on my email list, please add your name. You can do that by going to my website, www.gavinjgallagher.com forward slash go. And that will bring you right to the place where you can kind of sign up to the newsletter. Well, I don't really have a newsletter. I just have an email list and I'm going to be updating you on this mastermind in there. So that's pretty much it, guys. Um, it's a short one today, but um, I just wanted to kind of bring some fire <laughs> and try to kind of um, give myself a bit of a lift after the last few days. I was feeling kind of sorry for myself, but I'm actually now fully back on fire. And I'm actually thinking to myself, I'm going to go and set myself a really tough physical stretch goal in the next couple of days. 
and uh, and so next week when I when when episode 57 comes out I'll be letting you know what that challenge is and you can kind of watch me on it but it's probably going to be something that involves uh, I think it might be something involving burpees or some sort of calisthenics because I've done so much working out um, on bikes and running and stuff like that in the last few months I want to give that a break for just a couple of weeks and I want to focus on something different a different set of muscle groups so we'll see what happens um, but guys thanks so much for listening as always that is all for episode number 56 of behind the facade thanks always um as always my number one ask is for you guys to maybe leave a review or just share the episode out with anyone you think would benefit from it if you know anyone who might be interested in joining up to such a mastermind group or if you would like somebody else to join with you at the same time then maybe share it out to whoever you think would be interested uh, in the show notes you're going to find links to my various uh, groups you can sign up to the facebook group behind the facade community and you can um, you can find my email list uh, sign up and various things there as always guys i'm plugging my youtube channel gavin j gallagher and i'm going to be putting out i've actually we're involved in a project now um the business i'm in is uh we're actually building houses and apartments in a, an area called Shank Hill in Dublin. And I'm going to be doing a kind of, every two weeks, I'm going to do kind of a project update. I'm going to bring you out to the site. I'm going to show you around. At the moment, we've just cleared the site. We've taken down a couple of trees and we've just basically flattened it out. So it's right at the very beginning. And I can kind of take you through a lot of the details and just sort of give you an update uh, as we go through on, uh, on the entire project. So you'll see from start to finish in the YouTube channel how that project is going and also i'm doing um all of the interviews i've had with my guests for the last number of months i'm going to be putting the full interview from start to finish up on my channel it means that you know yourself guys the uh, these interviews are now about an hour long so if you're interested in just the back and forth and watching it on youtube you'll be able to find it in there i'm going to be putting those up this next coming week or so and so that's it, guys. I hope you have a good week. And uh, if you are struggling with any of this kind of stuff, um, you know, if you found this episode helpful, then, you know, please reach out. Let me know. Uh, happy to help. I've, I do like to kind of hear from you guys as to what you're, what you're sort of thinking about or up to date, uh, you know, doing at the moment and any ideas you have, any suggestions you have to improve the podcast. I'm all ears. So, guys, until next week, speak to you soon. Mm-hmm.